the losses continue, the injuries continue. It is all looking pretty, uh, pretty down for the Columbus Blue Jackets at the minute. As uh, today, we're going to recap the weekend's games and the weekend's misfortunes, and uh, hopefully, look ahead to something a little bit brighter. Our today's locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day, even if it is a surprise Sunday episode. Uh, we are free and available on all podcast platforms and also on YouTube. So if you are a first-time listener, watcher, subscriber, or a regular listener, watcher, subscriber, then I appreciate you for stopping on by. Today, we're going to talk about the game on Friday against the Winnipeg Jets and last night's game against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Some good news, some bad news, more bad news than good news, really, but uh, hopefully we'll come out of it a little bit more optimistic than uh, I was when I woke up this morning and saw the score. So uh, we'll start off with the game against the Jets. Blue Jackets lose uh, in a in overtime, 4-3 to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, the Blue Jackets won the game in Columbus, 3-0, so I guess it was time for the, the Jets to have their revenge. Uh, the good news was that Pierre-Luc Dubois did not score a goal. Uh, the bad news is that Patrick Laine was also held off the score sheet. Jack Rostovic did get a secondary assist, but uh, it was not not really a revenge game for any previously traded players, which is kind of a shame because I do like a revenge game. Uh, didn't start off great for the Blue Jackets. Uh, they had a 2 nothing deficit less than 12 and a half minutes in, including a shorthanded goal from Kyle Connor. That's his 41st of the season. Uh, he's having just a spectacular, spectacular season for the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, he scores shorthanded. Uh, Dominic Toninato scores to open the scoring. Uh, Anna Boquist makes his return, scores his 11th of the season, just continues that career high uh, power play goal as well, which is very exciting. And I think that's kind of what the power play has been missing, maybe is uh, a little bit of uh, Anna Boquist on there to add some offense from the defense for a given value of uh, how much Anna Boquist is actually truly a defenseman. But uh, I digress. Uh, Brendan Gaunt scores his fourth of the year. Good to see Emil Bemstrom. Get on the score sheet there as well. Makes it 2-2. And then, unfortunately, uh, the Blue Jackets do that thing they do where they allow a goal in the last like minute of a period. Uh, Josh Morrissey scores to make it 3-2 with about 30 seconds left in the second period on the power play as well. Penalty kill continues to struggle. Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit later on. But just not... Not great for uh, the penalty kill as of late. Luckily, the power play seems to be working okay. Uh, there's a, uh, Arthur Bjorkstrand gets his 23rd of the year. That's a career high for him. And 
it's on the power play as well, and it's with literally 15 seconds left in the game. Uh, that whole sequence was was super weird. I think was it, I think Blake Wheeler scored in the empty net, but because there was a penalty just before, it didn't count. So Blue Jackets go on the power play, end up scoring, tie the game, and uh, go into overtime, which the Blue Jackets have been really good in overtime this year. I don't know what happened this weekend, but uh, it, I think it doubled their overtime losses. Uh, yeah, the Blue Jackets have now got five overtime losses on the season, and two of them came in the last two games. So previous to that, they had lost three games after regulation. I think two of them were shootouts as well. So this is the second and third overtime losses of the season for the Blue Jackets, which seems like a truly bizarre stat that uh, I don't understand as to why the Blue Jackets have been so good in uh, in overtime this year. Because last year, I feel like they were truly terrible. But... Uh, this weekend, they were also truly terrible. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers, not to be outdone by uh, fellow Dane, Olaf Bjorkstrand scoring. Uh, Nick, Nick Ehlers scores his 20th of the season, literally 20 seconds into overtime. Blue Jackets lose. Just, I talked about this a little bit on, on Monsters Musings, and it's something that's kind of relevant here because the Blue Jackets have kind of done it both ways this weekend, is if the Blue Jackets force overtime and then lose in overtime, I'm less mad about it than if they have the lead, give up the lead for the other team to force overtime and then lose in overtime, if that makes sense. Um, And it's something that I would be interested to see as to how often it's the Blue Jackets forcing overtime versus the Blue Jackets surrendering a goal in the the end of the third period to... uh, to force over to, to to force overtime for the other team. Uh, I feel like I'm getting kind of convoluted with this, but basically, I am less mad if they lose after forcing overtime versus if they have the lead, give it up, and then the other team completes the comeback. Um, obviously, the ideal solution is for the Blue Jackets to win in overtime, but if they have to lose in overtime, then I am uh, less mad about a game like this where they were losing with 14 seconds left, tie the game, get that extra point, and uh, then just can't complete the comeback. Uh, I think that's a much better scenario than what we're going to talk about in a minute, which is the game against the Minnesota Wild, where they were leading, I think, two to three. Um, They were up 2-1. With literally, um, we're going to talk about this in a second, but I'm going to get into too much detail. But uh, a minute and three seconds left in regulation, they were winning. And then a minute and two seconds left in regulation, they were tied. And that's a much more annoying kind of game, especially since they would then go on to lose it in overtime. But uh, that's actually what we're going to talk about in a minute. We're going to talk about the game against the Minnesota Wild and how frustrating it was. But first, I want to tell you about Built Bar because Built Bar is uh, my favorite sponsor, I think. Don't tell the other sponsors, but I am a huge, huge fan of Built Bar. If you don't know what a Built Bar is, it is a protein bar that tastes exactly like a candy bar. They are delicious. They are nutritious. They uh, they taste like what they're supposed to taste like, which is not something that you can say for all kinds of protein bars. Like, you know, the ones you get from the gas stations that are kind of like waxy and they kind of taste a bit like plastic and not at all like what they're supposed to taste like. Built Bar doesn't do any of that. They have uh, a 100% 
real chocolate on all of the bars, no matter what the flavor. And uh, the thing about Built Bar is they make it taste good first and then figure out how to make it taste healthy. Built Bar is low calorie, high protein, high fiber, low carb, low sugar. They're great if you're on keto. They're great if you are on any kind of diet. A Built Bar is perfect. And here's the best bit. You go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So, welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. I super appreciate it. And uh, I don't super appreciate last night's game. Uh, no, that's that seems unfair. Um, and I really appreciated Brad Larson's comments which we're going to get to in a little bit about how the guys played last night but uh, the Blue Jackets lose 3-2 in overtime second loss in two days second overtime loss in two days uh, you know we've talked about how weird that particular that particular stat is uh, this weekend but uh, Kirill Kaprizov scores to open the scoring on the power play of course because that's what Kirill Kaprizov does uh and then the second period is a tale of two Jakes. Uh, Jake the Younger, Jake Bean, scores his fifth of the year. And Jake Voracek, Jake the Elder, scores his fifth of the year, which is a a fun kind of synergy. Uh, good to see Patrick Laine back on the score sheet, even if it is only a uh, secondary assist. But still counts. And the Blue Jackets are up 2-1, which is very exciting. Uh, there's lots of nonsense in this game, lots of penalties. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand takes a boarding penalty on Marcus Foligno, which is, I know that like we shouldn't celebrate that kind of thing, but it is extremely funny to think about Oliver Bjorkstrand hitting Marcus Foligno. It, it, it just is. You know, that's, that's not a Bjorkstrand move at all. Um, and I thought I'd read the penalty thing wrong when I when I saw it. But no, it was, in fact, Marcus Foligno getting hit into the boards by Oliver Yorkshire, which I do just think is is quite funny. Um, unfortunately, as previously mentioned, Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov uh, scores to tie the game because, of course, he does. He's got 35 goals on the season with a minute and three seconds left in regulation. And the Blue Jackets are heading into overtime, which is extremely frustrating because, again, like I mentioned earlier, this is a much more annoying scenario. When the Blue Jackets are leading and then they surrender that tie-in goal, I am extremely, extremely frustrated. Uh, the Blue Jackets, for whatever reason, are allergic to empty net goals. This season, it is just a true comedy of errors trying to watch them score on the empty net. And uh, it comes back and bites them in this game. There's there's no really, there's not really any other way to, to say it. Um, just a... <laughs> It feels weird to say it was a frustrating game because I think it was a good game. I don't think they played badly. Obviously, losing Zach Wierenski in the first period, huge, huge blow. And, you know, the, the rest of the the decor, I think they have an average of 130 NHL games. And that is, you know, Vlaslav Gabrikov is an outlier and should not be counted, but he is seriously bumping up that average. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to look at the, the average... If you take him out of it, but I suspect it goes way down because he's got, I think, 300 NHL games and uh, everyone else has significantly less than that. So, you know, 
just a really good effort, I thought, playing five defensemen, obviously losing Wronski is not ideal. Uh, I'm sure the ice time is hilarious for basically everyone. Uh, Wronski only played six minutes. Six minutes, 22 seconds is all they got of Zach Wronski before uh, Jacob Middleton tried to maim him and uh, send him out the game. Uh, so, you know, not good news for the defence court. Not good news for Wierenski, who has been really good this season and has also been injured a couple of times already this season. So, you know, especially hits to the head. He took that hit from Wayne Simmons in the Toronto game, missed a few games. So I don't like to see him getting hit in the head again so soon after that. But I thought for the most part, the Blue Jackets held together well. Obviously, they got massively outshot by the Wild because the Blue Jackets hate taking shots on goal and love doing stick crime. Uh, 38 to 25 were the shots on goal, but I thought Muslikins was really good. I uh, thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, and just just bad luck that Jared Spurgeon scores in overtime. Uh, just, again, a weird goal. It went off the post and then off Muslikins' back and then in, and that just... It's one of those goals where you're like, oh, man, he wants that back. But also, like, literally any goalie would have let that in. I think I don't think that was a bad play from Muslinkins. Just a, hockey is weird, and sometimes weird bounces happen. So extremely frustrating, but understandable. I am more frustrated about the Kirill Kaprizov goal that tied the game at, uh, at two. But it's all kind of... It's all kind of a, a moot point at the minute. Uh, Washington won last night, so I believe they are now 15 points ahead of the Blue Jackets. With Blue uh, Jackets still have one game in hand, but that gap is getting wider, and we are running out of time. So honestly, I'm, and I know I've been saying this after literally every game for the past week or so. I think it's time to call. The Blue Jackets making the playoffs, uh, unless something incredible and crazy happens. I think the Blue Jackets should look forward to their top 15 draft pick because I think that's kind of where this is This is ending up, which is a shame, but is what it is. So uh, in a minute, we are going to talk about uh, a little bit more of the, the wild game, the... Uh, kind of the team play in general uh, and some some good signs that I saw from this game. Uh, so that's what we'll talk about in a minute. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. After months of playing, college basketball has finally determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. And BetOnline is the best place for that. They remain the best spot for all your sports developments, including podcasts, reviews for all of the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So if you would like to put money on the Blue Jackets somehow doing a Cinderella run and making the playoffs, then I bet the odds for that are pretty high. So why not? Throw a couple of bucks towards betonline.net for that. Alternatively, throw a couple of bucks towards them making the, uh, not making the playoffs and winning first overall. It's, you know, it's win-win, really. So head to the website today, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game 
starts. So let's talk special teams because the Blue Jackets special teams were trending up over the past kind of week or so. And apparently they heard me because it has since taken a nosedive. Uh, The Blue Jackets are currently 21st in the league in power play percentage, which is still higher than it's been most of the season. I think they're at 19.2%, but disappointing to kind of stall. Uh, I think they're kind of hovering about 20, 21, 22 at the minute, which again is not terrible and is better than they've been for a couple of seasons, but it's still frustrating because I feel like the power play looks good. They're just not getting the looks on it for whatever reason. I think having Bokus back will probably help. Uh, unfortunately, losing Wierenski probably will hurt. Uh, having Line on the power play has been a real boon. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe, again, they'll go on a heater for the next couple of 20 games or however however many games are left in the season. Uh, I don't kind of see that happening. Uh, the real disappointment, though, is the uh, the penalty kill. They Again, they, they, they are doing better, but they're currently sitting at 20th in the league. And after, you know... A couple of seasons where they were, you know, top 10 in the league. Uh, okay, last season they finished 20th, so maybe my uh, maybe my stats are wrong and it's confirmation bias. Uh, they finished 12th in the league the year before that, though. So that's kind of what I've come to expect from the Blue Jackets is terrible power play, good penalty kill. And it's kind of flipped, they flipped the script a little bit this season. And then obviously the penalty kill has gotten worse and the power play has started to backslide a little bit. But uh, I always always talk about if you could only have one be good, which one would it be? And honestly, I still think I'd prefer a good power play to a good penalty kill. I think it's just a little bit more exciting. I think you can win games with a good power play. I don't necessarily think you can win games with a good penalty kill unless... You know, again, again, I guess it's proportional to the amount of penalties that the team takes, but it it is what it is. It's frustrating because, again, I feel like they have all of the pieces that they need for the penalty for the power play to be good. You know, Patrick Laine in that Ovechkin spot, Jake Voracek will just pass the puck all day long. Uh, having again, having Adam Bokus back is great. Uh, Zach Wrensky is a real uh, treat on the power play. I don't know if he's going to miss time after that hit. It would not surprise me if he did. Uh, Blue Jackets, I believe, have a couple of days off, so that's good news. Uh, They play next on uh, Tuesday night against the Islanders, and then again on Thursday night against the Islanders. So we'll, uh, we'll see whether we get anyone back then uh, I don't think so. Uh, Boone Jenner is still week to week. I don't believe he's even started skating yet. Uh, we'll probably get an update for Zakarensky today or tomorrow, depending on how he's feeling. But uh, I would be surprised to see him in the uh, the matchup against the Islanders on Tuesday night, which, again, is a shame. But uh, it is what it is, unfortunately. And uh, that's kind of... That's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to be... We're going to be looking at some more draft prospect profiles with uh, Sam McGilligan of uh, McKean's Hockey. So that'll be exciting. And then, obviously, we're going to preview the Islanders game as well. So that's kind of coming up tomorrow, the next couple of days. 
But uh, I bid Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. If you're watching on YouTube, then uh, it's right here. You can find it on the bottom of the screen. And uh, you can find the podcast at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>